0: to Tea and Sympathy, where two American ladies talk about drinking tea and watching British television shows. I am your host, Sarah. I will introduce my host, Melissa. And I would <laughs> like to tell you that you can find us on Twitter at the capital letter T. Actually, it doesn't have to be capital. It just has to be the letter T and Sympathy Pod. You can find us online at teaandsympathypod.com. Teaandsympathypod@gmail.com at gmail.com is where you can email us. Join us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash pod, And as always, please find us, subscribe to us, and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Melissa. Rate us.
1: Good. It's a big moment. Rate us. <laughs> it's your big moment. Good morning. It's the morning. We don't usually do this. I know. This is I mean, exciting. It seems early, early because it's Saturday, but it's not really that early. It's really not. It's. I would love to be like, it's so early, but I'm old and I've been awake since 7. I got up at 6.30. Yeah. If we have any younger listeners, um, get used to it now. Get used to sleeping in now because I used to be a sleeping in champ. (laughs) <laughs> now i wake up at seven no matter like what not. Yep. whether i like it or not what are you drinking this morning well i'm drinking a large mug of very very strong
0: coffee oh uh oh. what about what about you
1: i'm drinking a uh it's a mug it's not a cup it's a mug it's <laughs> a mug of uh berries gold with an inordinate amount of sugar in it and milk
0: sounds like a great thing to start your day with
1: yes 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 i'm very excited that we're recording in the morning so that i can have
0: tea yeah and it makes sense it's a good time Mm -hmm, for tea mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i do have a
1: i do have a tea update yeah please i i (laughs) this is so i'm my heart i was expecting biscuit brew which i'm now
0: which i'm now it's like any it doesn't matter how good it is. It's going to be a disappointment
1: you want it. Yeah. Um,
0: because I've, I've built it up so much, but it didn't no. arrive within the estimated delivery time. I ordered it about a month ago and it never got here. Oh, I don't have the biscuit brew. I was oh. refunded by um, Amazon and then I went to order it again and it was, the price had gone up and oh. the delivery estimate was still like three to four weeks. And I was like, ugh. So I tweet. I also tweeted. I must have. Yeah. I tweeted at Yorkshire Tea, and they were like, "Sorry,
1: better like next time." But they also seemed very concerned. I love that we have. We've. We've. We're like twenty five percent of the way towards being a real podcast, and I feel like part <laughs> of that is getting brands to respond to us on Twitter. Yeah. And they definitely seemed concerned that it was, like, nabbed by a – it was stolen. It
0: -hmm. was stolen. By a tea-swilling
1: postmaster. By a tea-swilling postmaster.
0: (laughs) Which just bravo. Well, I started to order a replacement from – I found a – I just Googled it. I thought surely somebody somewhere has it. And I found a British food, you know, emporium. And I went – I was like, "Whoa!" So I was throwing biscuit brew in my cart. I
1: had. Uh, I'm gonna need the link to that. Well, you might want to wait and hear the end to of to see if it actually shows up. Because uh,
0: I also was like, throw that Marks and Spencer, you know, strong black loose leaf tea in there. Yeah, yeah. Give me a packet of jam mallows. I would. Oh like yes, rich tea biscuits and some wine gums. We should
1: we should do a biscuit. Um, we should do a biscuit and, and like candy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> biscuit and treat segment as well. All right. I'm just yeah. thinking. We just think, spitball here.
0: Yeah. If I had been in a, a different frame of mind, I might have pulled the trigger on that order. But since the shipping cost was equal to the cost of the item, oh there, dear. I was like, you know, I just don't think that I want stale jam mallows that much.
1: But, you know, um, by the time they get how if you had ordered more, would the shipping cost be less? I don't think
0: so because um it was thirty-five dollars. For shipping?
1: Yeah. Great googly moogly. Yeah. Um no. Clearly, look, okay. We're gonna we're gonna have to find a UK listener because <laughs> I do this with Canadian friends where I send them um packages of Oreos.
0: Mm. Yeah, they have um, a really
1: sad Oreo selection. They do, and we have an a an embarrassing, very roll. American uh, selection of Oreos. So, but they have I, all the Coffee Crisp candy bars. They do. They have great candy. Um, our candy game, America, come on! I don't even love candy all that much, but ours is sad. We can we talk, talk about TV. Yeah. We can yeah. talk about Vicious. Talk um, about some TV. Vicious. I love
0: it. I do love it. I haven't yet finished
1: the first so season. So good.
0: Which is a little sad because um, it's only six episodes. But Yeah, but we
1: were watching other things. I, every
0: time I start to watch it, though, I feel like I'm settling in for a little play. And I love it. It's these two great, highly revered actors
1: doing this kind of silly show. I know. It's
0: just, um, I really, I just really enjoy it. And I love Violet. I
1: know. It sort of reminds me of, um, again, apologies to our younger listeners, if we have any, but like, remember when TVs were like screens in a wooden box? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we should be watching this show on those versus like, yes. an, like a large curved just very modern it's 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 relates itself to being like literally performed in a box
0: yeah it's a little throwback and I also enjoy the irony of um Ian McKellen playing
1: a, t- a bad a actor tel- <laughs> a, yeah an, an unpopular and not Really working actor. Like when he was the auditioning. Tenth most pos- the tenth most uh, popular villain in Doctor.
0: <laughs> when he was auditioning for the role of like the kitchen person number four
1: <laughs> on <Doc laughs> Oh, and I feel like Stewart. Now I have a question. What, is,
0: what does Stewart do? Have I missed this. He does nothing.
1: He's, he's a housewife. Okay. Okay. He does nothing. He may have done things in his younger days, Mm -hmm. but he does nothing.
0: I did also notice the Tea Cozy
1: game is unlocked. Right? Oh, they have their, like, I I appreciate the level of detail in the the tea. Oh, I think you mean tea-tail. Tea-tail. Oh, Oh. wow. (laughs) i we'll have do, to start giving shows a tail rating i do uh appreciate the level of tail in <laughs> their tea game
0: i think the one that i saw that i was most perplexed by though in the episodes that i was watching was it looks like it's crocheted
1: it is crocheted it's yellow and green and like uh yeah red. maybe yeah. they've had it for a while i mean they i think it's they use the same one that one is the like home the non-fancy one it's uh that 's there every day, and it 's a br- and it 's a brown tea kettle or teapot and I love that yeah I love it dearly it 's so old old people hideous, and it warms my heart
0: well this week uh you watched Shetland and you had some you indicated you I, had some thoughts
1: so i I get your love of the show <laughs> i like i I totally understand it i had to. Well, I only watched the first episode, and I had to watch that three times because I kept falling asleep or oh, no, no, or turning it off to watch Big Mouth. And I will
0: say the first two episodes are sort of tough. a slog. Okay, yeah,
1: I'm. I'll give it. Uh, uh.
0: So the first two series are based on books, and then yeah. after that, it goes off on its own. I mean, I think. Um, you know they still are based on the the same characters and everything but there's no book there's no it just source material for them to base it on so it's it gets a little bit more you care can, a little bit more about the the characters yeah. but yeah so i can see that.
1: and maybe it was because i was only sort of tangentially paying attention to it but it it I felt very like I don't know what's going on at any given time and who has connection to who and, like, what does this one guy getting beat up have to do with, like, the old lady and, like, I don't understand, like, at the end of the first episode, I'm like, what does this – why is this woman so upset? It was very – it was very – I I had a hard time. It's like, you know what? It was, like, um, felt the same way to me as, like, Happy Valley which I eventually got into Happy yeah. Valley as well, so I should probably give it a chance. It was challenging for me. I did not like it. I mean, I definitely... You'll see from my notes, which is weird because I generally don't have a problem understanding the Scottish accent, but this one seemed so... I was just kept saying, what are they saying? I will confess to having put the subtitles on for a little while.
0: To yeah. like well, everybody speaks pretty quietly it's a whispery show um, it is a whispery show and you do sort of feel as though you've landed in the middle of like you just parachuted out of the sky and you landed kind of in the middle of the story and everybody knows who everyone else is and yes you're sort of catching then up maybe you
1: know. that's it i feel very like how do these people already know each other like hattie already knew like how does everybody is it because it's just a, obviously a small island community but it doesn't seem that small that's the thing is it's like i'm very confused by what happens in like uh the mainland i think and like there are clearly like bars and people there and then there are also there are places in the middle of nowhere that you have to take a ferry to and i i'm very like confused by how this seems to be a bustling area and yet everybody just inexplicably knows each other. It's very strange.
0: I watched the first few episodes and then I was like, okay, well, Google Maps, let's mm-hmm. get there. Because I didn't understand either. Like when you take the ferry, are you taking a ferry to another island in the Shetland Islands or yeah. to the mainland? Because it's fairly far. It looks like on the map. I don't know. There's one episode where they go to Fair Isle, which is like, really, there's like nobody there. There's like 70 people. And sheep oh, on okay. this island. So, so
1: oh, feral
0: sweaters, that makes sense. Some of that is a bit of a mystery to me. Um, and eventually, I just kind of let it go. I mean, you let it wash over you. Eventually, they make it more clear that they're like going to Aberdeen or going to Edinburgh
1: or something. So then you know they're going to the mainland. And you have, oh, unquote. see, the mainland is considered mainland Scotland. See, I, oh, oh this is very confusing. I yeah see this is I had zero concept of space and time I think which was very disconcerting to me um you loved it though I want to hear your thoughts because you you have some very good thoughts that um yes are less uh I'm
0: confused (laughs) (laughs) well because I became obsessed with it very quickly and then followed it through to the end and I really like um I, I like all the characters. There's one... The one character of Sandy is not, like, my super favorite, but... He Which one
1: of... is Sandy? Have I met her yet? Well, he's a guy. Him? Oh. and
0: he's, Wow. It's short for Alexander, oddly enough. Which one is him? Um,
1: the younger... Is he the one who who is the original discoverer in yes. the... Yeah, he's terrible. And then whoever that actor is, I've seen him. In fact, while you talk, I'm going to find out because I have seen him before in other things and do not like him. It just
0: seems like a mis like a miscast. Um He's role. he's
1: like way too this actor does has done this in other roles though, where I've been like, Why are you Why are you? Why are you? <laughs> um, but the I think when I was writing my notes
0: and when I was thinking about what I liked about the show, in addition to this this well the scenery is like it's right up my alley I mean the bleak windswept <laughs> island the coastline panoramas are beautiful and but it's it's just bleak enough it's just bleak enough because I I'm not like I tried to watch Wallander it's so Nordic whatever I couldn't stick with it so I but I can see how um people might think that of Shetland I just I like that the leading character is just a good guy like he's not um, he's a good dad he has like a little bit of a sad backstory as a widower and he's not taking bribes he's not in league with the mob or whatever you know he's just good at his job and intense and, and that was really a- appealing to me in in a world of like house and Bosch and uh, don draper you know yeah it was just easy it was easy to um like
1: the character this act Is Steven Robertson and Mm -hmm. I am not a fan. I'm trying to remember, he was on Luther and I'm trying to remember what he played on Luther. He's just not my favorite. He always, you know what it is? His presence always seems slightly that sort of creepy combination of like uh, menacing but also like slight. Thin and um, like Crispin Glover, where he's just mm. slight. Where he's just, ooh, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't did. I I will say I did. Kept expecting him. Expecting to him to be the evil. Yeah. Bad guy. Yeah. The bad guy? yeah. Yep. See, it's the it's just, No, he's done that every show I've seen him, and I'm like, you're the bad guy because he's very. He, he he creeps around. He like he's very quiet. I'm very uncomfortable with quiet men. <laughs> <laughs> They're always up to something. Here's something we both did watch, and I lo- loved. Oh, are you talking about the miniatures? I, I am. Goodness me, this is. See, this one is uh, right up my street. Yeah,
0: I've only I, I still only watched the first two episodes, but yes, I, I love only it. We
1: only have one more. Yeah. Um. It's it's spectacular. I blew through it in three hours just watched straight through it's very um
0: so it's beautiful it's beautifully done yeah like all of the um it looks like a vermeer painting just all it the way does. yeah intentionally i'm sure but um everything about it is really perfect and the story is weird and creepy and,
1: um, and predictable. i agree with you you thought it was predictable and it is well, there was some parts of it that
0: was I was like, oh, I see what's happening. I mean, I haven't read the book. Um, there's yeah. a novel mm-hmm. by the same name. So I went into it without knowing anything other than the synopsis. And, mm-hmm. you know, like she comes to Amsterdam to – I guess she'd already met her
1: husband. Yes, she had. But there, she I will say you should watch the – thir- there, are, there are twists. I think what was really awesome about the first two episodes was – Roma Garai. She's amazing. <laughs> Isn't she terrifying <laughs> She is. Yes, but I feel like she's always fl- – fl- no, because she's not. She's really in – when she's in the hour where it's like that 60s show, we had mentioned that. She's like very um, – just looks like uh, what Adele – the singer is inspired by where she's very like '60s, and mm. but she is she in that in this show she's very terrifying.
0: And yeah, I like secretly would...
1: love it though, because like I feel like this was the year of the, um, like take no shit sister. Did you watch uh <laughs> the Phantom Thread? Oh, I did. Phantom Thread. Like I'm all here for these women. I really am.
0: Leslie Manville should have been. She should have won
1: all the awards awards. for that performance. My God. That was, she was sincerely the best part of that movie. But like, I'm really here for these sister, these like kind of long suffering, uh, totally like hardened sisters. I love with like, I love them. I loved, I loved this show. I'm all here for that sort of, I like give me a early 17th century, wardrobe with, like, your boobs pushed up to your nose, which is inexplicably, like, somehow not sexual in that time, right. which I'm, like, how is this possible? How is it, like, you have to have everything else covered, but, like, here, go ahead. You have to have your, your top of your head covered with a weird little bonnet, but, you know.
0: Well, I did some, again, because I am the way I am. I mm-hmm. I was curious about Um, the time period and the attitudes towards uh, the homosexual characters, because
1: I don't know if you watch,
0: um, (laughs) speaking of kind of bad television, if you've watched Versailles?
1: No. Is it like the CW? Is is it like a, um, what is it on? I can't remember
0: because I only watch it on Netflix. There's the the new
1: season, the final season just started. I feel like it Reminds me of um when they did like the Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah, it's kind it's of CW like CW
0: <laughs> version. It's, it's not on the CW; it's on cable. But oh, jeez, um, because there's a, a little rampant nudity. But it's Louis the Fourteenth, but you know, crazily historically inaccurate. Right, of course. And it's whatever. loosely
1: inspired by people who existed. Yes, one thing that was
0: true was his brother was gay and pretty openly i mean he he married a woman and yes i remember this because they you know had to do that for the succession and whatnot yes
1: i remember it because i had seen another um oh crap there's a movie with kate winslet about uh louis and it's played by uh louis the 14th is played by alan rickman and i believe his brother is stanley tucci so, also a good movie. Yeah, actually, a very good movie. It's about a, the gardener. She's a gardener. I'm gonna look it up while you. T- Sorry, I interrupted. Uh,
0: well, I was curious because while I mean he was a, of course you know the most elevated class, but mm-hmm. it, you know, his lifestyle was not exactly frowned upon. He had a partner who was in his life for a very long time, and that person had status at court, and yeah. it, it wasn't. It didn't seem to affect um, his uh, he was like a great soldier, and he was very revered. Yes, still on the battlefield and whatnot. So, I was curious because it it was so was it, it was so frowned upon in the miniature. It
1: seems, yeah, it seemed a little. I'm yeah, it seemed a little like I know that like you know, there's been s- movies and books and such on like Tudor England where it's like not as. Not of less of a deal as it was in Louis um, the Fourteenth court, but it it's also like like nobody's getting nobody's getting drowned for it, right? And I didn't know. I mean,
0: I'm sure it wasn't that way at all levels of society the way that it was in Versailles. <laughs> but I I was curious, so I was reading a little bit about <clears throat> Amsterdam society at that time, and Ooh. it was very 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 focused on. Uh, First of all, wealth, the accumulation of wealth, maintaining wealth, um, giving the appearance of being wealthy, status, and and at the same time, also intensely, intensely devout and religious. Ah! In order to probably divert attention away from your own household or your own activities, you're um, encouraged implicitly or explicitly to kind of rat out your neighbors and friends so it was kind of interesting to be have a society so focused on sort of showing us in terms of money and the trappings of wealth and then also very churchy
1: so i'm trying to find this movie for you just because i feel like you would like it hang on one second oh it's called a little chaos oh i've not heard of it it's very good I mean, I thought it was very good. It's very like right up my alley. It's essentially like she's a a landscape artist, (laughs) I think. And she is, um, it's the story of that, um, one of the fountains in the Garden of Versailles. It's very, I like it. It has that very attractive um, Matthias Schoenert oh
0: the goat farmer from far from the madding crowd i love him
1: yes (laughs) ma'am thank you see this is why we record this podcast because i can be like hey do you remember gabriel from far from the madding crowd him Uh, i
0: remember watching that my husband and i watched it when he he came on screen i was like whoa what (laughs) oh yes
1: okay i didn't know this was gonna happen Yeah, so he's also in that, Uh, and he's very good, and Alan Rickman is in it, and Stanley Tucci is in it. It's quite good. I like it. I liked it a lot. It's not groundbreaking, again, but it was like one of those, like, do I need a nice period piece to warm my soul today? I do.
0: Well, speaking of period pieces, I have a real stinker to talk about.
1: Yeah. Oh, please.
0: Which was a huge disappointment because I uh, Netflix kept pushing the show Land Girls.
1: Um, mm. every,
0: and when I read the description, I was like, oh, yes, please. Because it follows the lives of four women who were in the Women's Land Army in England in World War Two. Okay. And basically, the Women's Land Army, which was also around in the First World War, was formed uh, because men were fighting the war. So they needed people to grow the food and, you know keep farms going so it was women Yeah, it sounded like it would be the perfect show for me uh-huh uh,
1: it's just really not good <laughs> mm. I think I think the it reminds thing- me of um oh what was that show that it remind? it's a real similar concept it's the women who made like bombs bombs in in world war ii uh and it was terrible was like, it on bomb girls it was on like <laughs> it was on the CW or something like that. I hold on. I'm going to google it again. It's remi feel it has the literally exact same conceit where it's like I did find out when I was googling about it cuz I was
0: like was this well received? Um it was a daytime drama which kind of explains
1: maybe the It's why. literally called Bomb Girls. It is called Bomb Girls? It's this but this is Canadian. This is not it. This cannot be it.
0: The sins of Land Girls are, are numerous, but it's very, the writing is very bad. The villains are like, they're like hilariously villainous. It's like a soap opera villain. Like they're just all, all bad and always scheming and squinting out of the corners of their eyes. And the characters are like real shallow, stereotype you know, like there's the fancy city girl who's never been in a farm before. and mm-hmm. to milk a cow and shoots milk in her face. Like,
1: oh, I have some yelling exclamation points about Sophie Rundle because Sophie Rundle is in Shetland and I feel like I've mentioned her at other times. Uh, Sophie Rundle is in the Bletchley Circle and also in Peaky Blinders, which is, oh, yes. I cannot believe you have not seen it. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe we should watch. We should definitely put that on the big list. That's
1: yeah. That's it's bleak in a very entertaining way. Not like Wallander bleak, like in a Killian Murphy, just like menacing, albeit extremely sexy way. I I have to say, I found myself laughing at the first episode of Wallander because it was so it was so.
0: Like, I know so that The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo was like, a big international hit, but I don't think that I just want to watch mysteries that are only, like, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo.
1: You it watched... My um, jam. It wasn't my jam. You watched King Lear. With I Huffman. did. I did. I'm, like, midway through because I didn't realize when it says it's episode one, it's actually the whole thing. Oh. Um, <laughs> so it's, like, midway through. I did. It's very good. Um, it's got an amazing cast, so it's got... Anthony Hopkins, Emma Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh oh God, not Samantha Morton. Uh there is another actress who I can totally picture in my head. I cannot Emily remember Watson. her name. Watson. Emily Watson. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um it's got Florence Pugh, who I love. It's got Tobias Menzies, who is great. It's got um uh oh uh Jim Broadbent, like so an amazing cast, right? Oh, Jim Carter, um, who, from Downton Abbey, Carson. Um, oh. It was oh. very good. My only, my issue, uh, if you can call it that, and this is more of a personal, personal thing, I find that whenever I watch any sort of Shakespearean adaptation, but, like, filmed in, like, mo- really any Shakespearean adaptation, I find that I have to go to Wikipedia to, like, Be like, what are they saying? Like, what are they saying? Not what are they saying, but more like, wait, what is the plot? Because. Oh, you mean when they're not in the time period of the play? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. It's very hard for me to be like, you know, I maybe understood Shakespearean. I can understand Shakespeare when I'm reading it, which is weird. Yeah, that's
0: unusual. Uh, Typically, people totally lose it because they were meant you know, to be seen, not because people didn't I know. See.
1: Reading it is far easier for me. I can understand context when I'm reading it, but when they're saying it, I can't figure out what's going on. Um, probably from years of being uh, a an English lit nerd uh, <laughs> and reading inordinate amounts of Shakespeare in class. Uh, but it's very good. It's on Amazon. You know, if that's your jam, if it's like a cold Saturday. I I like it. I mean Anthony Hopkins. He's great in it. Yeah.
0: I can see him as a a good king there. Yeah, he is good. Well, we have a listener a listener suggestion. yeah. Yeah. Our listener suggestion is uh Nigella. I love it. And I was thinking about not really watching it the way we would watch an episodic show, but to talk about nigella and because it's the 20th anniversary of how to eat or cook oh and how that was just like a high watermark in terms of you know food television yeah and
1: I don't think we would have had Ina Garten if we hadn't had nigella
0: wow I had Ina on tv the other day and I just it's like I I love her and I want her to be my grandma but I also just (laughs) want to kill her
1: I want her to <laughs> stop talking. Yeah, I understand. It's like, oh, I know, I know. Your friend that owns the cheese shop and the ham. I know, I know. You're on. friends with Broadway producers. We got it. You're kind of a big deal, Ina. Like, you should stop. I feel like she, did she do an, like, I feel like she does episodes and she's like, my friend Jen is coming over and it's Jennifer Garner.
0: <laughs> I'm like, give me a break. That would be a very Ina thing. But then... Famous. She dumps a whole carton of cream into something. And she's like, what could be wrong with that? And I'm like, nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. I know you're, you're a genius.
1: Yeah, I love her. I love you. I do. I love her. Um, yeah, so do we know where to uh, – is, uh, is are her episodes played somewhere?
0: Uh, so there's a couple ways to watch Nigella. She has Nig- Nigelissima is an Italian cooking show and that is available through um if you have a BritBox um add-on to your Prime subscription. Do you have that? I do.
1: Oh, I haven't done that yet. I keep getting commercials for it and I'm like, "Ooh, I don't know if this is worth it when I can just <laughs> pirate it from the internet." I think you might be able
0: to watch At My Table on the PBS app because mm. I've been watching I've been watching her on Create lately, which is the PBS. Okay crafty foodie
1: channel
0: yeah Uh, so that might be worth a look and then i wonder if maybe some of her older episodes aren't somewhere on. i bet
1: you they're online
0: youtube or netflix
1: or somewhere yeah i'm gonna do some digging to see if we can't find some original some og the ones where she's in her house and like sneaks down after midnight to eat her leftovers because that's my favorite we'll find something we will find we will update huh this is a great lead-in. Excellent segue. We will find it. We will post it on our social media channels. So you have to keep – you got to check in, <laughs> see what we're going to watch next. Maybe we'll give you an update on where to find Nigella episodes. Maybe we'll, you know, share it with what we're going to watch, you know? I think that, that would be our, a great idea. Is that what we want to watch next week? Do we want to try and – Find some original Nigella Lawson, I forget what it's called. Original yeah, show. Uh,
0: because there's a lot to talk about with Nigella, and yeah. I want to just specifically.
1: Episode for her.
0: I want to specifically start with all the weird little containers and pots and packets. Yeah. Packets.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so many packets.
0: She's just got that pantry stuffed full of half open
1: bags of exotic mm-hmm. greens. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's, we will, let's, we'll decide where we want to start and what we want to do and we'll post it on our social. Yeah. People should follow us. And just in case you are inexplicably tuning in, (laughs) I don't know how that would work. Uh, Tuning in at the last minute.
0: Well, you just, maybe you just walked in
1: to somebody's house and they're listening. Yeah. Maybe it's on their Sonos soundbar. <laughs> and you've come in and you're like, "What is this podcast? Oh my god, it sounds so uh the so, the sounds are so lush uh on this Sonos soundbar. Um <laughs> come through Sonos. Mama has a new home, needs a sound bar. Let's get you to go. It. maybe you're like, what's this podcast? I need to follow, I need to listen to them. Where uh, do I find them on social media? Where do I find them? <laughs> so you find us at on Twitter, T and Sympathy Pod. And remember it's just the letter T and Sympathy Pod. You can find us on our website, tnsympathypod.com We're on Gmail where you should send us love letters and suggestions. Um, that's tnsympathypod uh, at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook. Uh, that's facebook.com forward slash tnsympathypod. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Play for my mom. Shout out to Melissa's mom. Shout out to my mom. Uh, listen to us. Rate us. Review us. Let us know what you think. Send us your show ideas. Um, Maybe you have some sort of anything but the peep show suggestion. Um, (laughs) Maybe you have some sort of, like, send us suggestions. Send us everything. We want to hear what you think. We want to hear what you want to hear. We're here for you. Suggest some tea, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're pretty – we're pretty – Basic bees when it comes to tea, I think we like our good, strong Irish tea with you know some milk, some sugar. Maybe you've got some fancy tea you want us to try, yeah? Send us that. Give us, a I, I will spend
0: $35 on international shipping if it's if it's worth <laughs> it.
1: Yes, do you want to hear like a biscuit rundown? I will do that. I will wholeheartedly get into that. We will talk some about some Tim Tams. We will talk about some digestives. We will talk about, uh, we'll do it all. Ha, oh, ha, yeah. We'll and stay all.
0: stay tuned for my true crime mystery podcast offshoot, which is what happened to my effing biscuit. Brew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Well done thanks we we we've only had six episodes but we already have a spin-off it's gonna be great the juggernaut, mm-hmm. juggernaut um awesome all right should we, should we wrap this up yeah. yes
0: until next right. time
1: Until next time bye everybody bye, bye.